Vera Payne. Mason Payne here, and this is Episode 7 of Music from Around the World. Today we'll have music from Clarion, Giant Sky, Black Pistol Fire, and Brainin. Our first artist up is Clarion, and Clarion is based out of Canada and is making history right now by offering the first ever non-fungible token album. This album will be a unique digital file with ownership only being verifiable through a blockchain. Here is his latest single, Strange Vibrations. Don't 
Vibrations is on Clarion's album Whale Shark, which is currently available for stream and for purchase on Bandcamp. Now this album will be available for auction as well. This auction is being hosted by Golden Spoon via the peer-to-peer marketplace OpenSea. If you are interested in participating, visit OpenSea.io and in the search put Clarion's name. That's C-L-A-R-I-A-N. The auction ends March 20th at 4 a.m. GMT time, so make sure you go bid. If you like the cranberries and soccer mommy, then you should check out Giant Sky. Giant Sky consists of John Hatch, Toby McPhee, Jay Amsbury, and Olivia Bond. Here is their latest single, Snow.
Snow is currently available through Bloody Sunset Records. You can stream it on SoundCloud and Spotify. Visit giantsky.co.uk for their latest music and upcoming projects. Our next group is a Canadian-born duo based out of Austin, Texas. Kevin McYone and Eric Owen formed the group Black Pistol Fire. Their sound could be compared to the Chainsmokers, Franz Ferdinand, and The Neighborhood. Take a listen to their latest track, Look Alive. What if I were to say goodbye, leave it all. Pistol Fire recently released their sixth album, entitled Look Alive via Black Hill Records. The album is currently available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Music. 
Check out experience.blackpistolfire.com for Black Pistol Fire's latest music and projects. Our final artist of the night hails from London. Brainin is a writer, producer, and singer. He's an upcoming artist with many achievements already under his belt. He stops by to tell me about them and how he got his start in music. Thanks, Brainin, for joining. When did you get into music? Thank you so much, Mason. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, the first piece of music I ever heard as a child was Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. I was about three years old at the time, and I remember being mesmerized by the production, the, her singing, the songwriting. Obviously, I wasn't thinking that at the time, but now I know it to be that that were the things that I loved about it. It was written by Max Martin, and I think it's come full circle now because... I met him a year ago and it feels surreal to be able to be surrounded by these people who inspired me at the very beginning to start making music. My mother also had a, a big role to play in my musical upbringing. She brought me to violin lessons, piano lessons, put me in competitions and concerts and always supported me, bought me instruments, paid for my tuition, has supported me all the way. So. My mother and Max Martin would be the two reasons why I'm doing music. Which category do you fall under? Are you a DJ, a singer, songwriter, producer, or are you all of these? I would say I'm a bit of everything, to be honest. My debut single, Too Late, which came out on midnight on St. Patrick's Day. No connection there. A culmination, in my opinion, of my whole musical upbringing. I, I wrote the song, I produced the song, I mixed the song, I sung it, I recorded it, I play violin in it, play electric violin in it, there's some trumpets, there's some trombones, there's some orchestra samples, oboe, clarinet, flutes, everything. So... Primarily, I would like to be considered an artist because it's the first single from my artist project and that's what I want to develop and that's what I want to be promoting. So, yeah, call me whatever, whatever else you want, but artist kind of encapsulates it all, to be honest. Now, I read you received a scholarship to Yehudi Menuhin School at the age of 14. What instruments did you study there? So when I moved there at 14, I was quite headstrong on violin. I had to audition on violin. Yehudi Menuhin himself was in fact a violinist. The school is focused primarily on strings. In fact, that's the only instruments that you can study there. While I was there, I did violin as my main instrument and piano as a secondary instrument because everybody had to study piano and it's the basis of most harmony. There were so many classes. We had improvisation, orchestra, quartet, chamber music, harmony, oral composition, music theory, music harmony, the list goes on. It was a non-stop musical extravaganza for anybody who loved music and was good enough. So I'm grateful for my study and my education there because I wouldn't be here without it, to be honest. When did you realize that you wanted to expand from instruments to becoming a singer? So believe it or not, the first song I ever wrote was before I went to menu in school. I wrote it at the piano myself, thought nothing of it, and it ended up getting sung by my whole school, my primary school at the time. I think it was only like 10. And that was a surreal moment for me because it, it, I felt like the cool kid in the school for like 10 seconds. And I think that like set a seed in my mind possibly that, you know, pop music is cool. Writing songs is cool. I hadn't really got much attention from my friends for any of my achievements in the classical world, really. So that was a really surreal moment for me. I went on to Menuhin School, forgot about that, but it was there in my mind. And then when I finally moved to London, things started happening in pop music and there were much more opportunities than that. And one thing came to another and now here I am doing pop music. I wouldn't say I've 
left the classical music behind because I'm drawing on it in my songs and I'm drawing on that you know musical theory and training in all of my songs so it's still within me but right now I'm just doing pop music because it's freeing I feel it coming out of me and it's kind of composing in a way my experiences I'm drawing on them and putting them out into the world and it's quite exciting Do you ever integrate your instruments with your music? I would say my classical training in harmony and composition that I got from the Hugh de Menuhin School is what integrates all the instruments together in my music. That is what I'm drawing on when I'm producing that training. It's a very rigorous approach to classical music and it, I definitely would say it's not for the faint-hearted. Tell me about your latest song, Too Late. So I met a girl during lockdown and she would come over to my place and we would hang out. My building has a communal rooftop and there's like views of London and the city and it's quite nice. And she would come over most evenings for a while actually. And one night I mustered up the courage to tell her how I felt about her. Um, and that was that I was like falling in love. And, and she said, oh no, we're just friends. So long story short, she friends only. And so I felt really inspired to write this song about it. And this is about um, the line City Sunset glittering red. How could I have ever impressed literally describing the scenes of this, the city sunset in London, comparing her to the beauty of that. Living for the next time. Rolling just to feel right Drinking till you lose your mind What happened to you, darling? Laughing on the outside Crying on the inside With everything the money can buy What happened to you, darling? City sunset, glittering red How could I have ever impressed? How could I have ever impressed you? Soon as you said we could be friends I could get you out of my head I can get you out of my head Is it too late to love you? Is it too late to love you now? Is it too late to love you? Is it too late to love you now? Falling for a princess, you're my only weakness. Oh, I could run away with that smile. Baby, you're the sweetest. Falling for a feeling, I can see the look in your eyes. Don't you go telling me lies. I know you don't mean it. City sunset, glittering red. How could I have ever impressed? How could I have ever impressed you? Soon as you said we could be friends, I could get you out of my head. I can get you out of my head. Is it too late to love you? Is it too late to love you now? Is it too late to love you? Is it too late to love you? 
How long did it take you to work on Too Late? To be honest, I was very inspired. I think it was one of the first songs I've written truly from the heart. And as a result, it came together so effortlessly. I was quite speechless. I couldn't believe it. Last year, you amassed 100 million streams. You wrote and you produced for other artists. Now, for an artist out there trying to make it in the industry, what can you suggest to them? I think the best advice I would have for other producers or artists out there is Benny Blanco, who has a significant number of hits, says this all the time, and I think it's the greatest piece of advice. You get success by being the nice guy in the room. And he actually goes on to say, the reason I have so many hits is because I make fart jokes at the beginning of sessions because I disarm people's inhibitions when I'm working with them that they're not embarrassed to make ideas and it's often the embarrassing ideas that go on to become great hits. So not being afraid to say what's on your mind even if you think it's weird or not good. Making people feel at ease in the studio and genuinely just being nice and always being generous with your time and your effort and your money and people will come around and people will eventually you know you reap what you sow you earn your stripes be nice and make fart jokes what are some of your future plans too late is the first single for my artist project i want to build that artist project i want to perform shows i dream of someday or i intend to someday play sold out arenas sold out stadiums sold out world tours I want to get Grammys. I will get Grammys without a shadow of a doubt. As an artist, as a producer for other people, as a writer for other people, maybe someday make a record label, but that's down along the line. But primarily, Grammys and sold-out stadium tours. Oh, and of course, beat Max Martin's record of how many number ones. I think Paul McCartney has 32. So 33 number ones would be cool, but Max Martin has 23 right now. He'll probably have more before he dies, so I'll try and beat him to it, hopefully. Thank you, Brandon, for joining me. Visit Brandon.com for updates about his latest projects. That's B-R-A-Y-N-I-N.com. You can also like and follow him on Facebook.com slash Official. That's Facebook.com slash B-R-A-Y-N-I-N official. Well, that's it for this edition of Music from Around the World. If you're an artist and interested in being featured on the show, email us at contact at masonverapain.com. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne, that's all one word, and don't forget to share the show with your friends.